choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony, I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class, so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to 100, nigga, real quick. Yo, yo, what up? What's up? Um, this is Thanks for Asking, episode 78. I'm Swab at Sincerely Swab. Kels at KMGZ. We back for another week. Um, I actually got some yours and negatives this week, but you got any? Um, yeah, I just have one. Um, I listened to the Premium Pete show, my first listen. Uh, I just wanted to hear that Chris Morrow interview. It was a really good interview. Um, I had never heard him speak or didn't know anything about him, so I was well informed. I appreciate his opinions on everything and, um, innovation of the podcast market. Um, so I just want to shout them out. It was a good interview. Alright, so, my I got two. My first one goes to the Saturday Night Live um, sketch with the Black Jeopardy. I was late, because I, um, I watched Bruno's first performance, and then I'll be tired on the weekend, so I, I went to bed, because I know whatever, I could always catch it on, you know, clips the next day. Um, so I was mad, I kept hearing people talk about the SNL sketch, but you know, like, on Twitter, like, some of y- I don't know, y'all, y'all hype so much stuff up that I just really be doubtful, so... I don't be rushed to see stuff unless it's certain. It's somebody, unless it's somebody who recommends it, who I know don't be just liking everything. Then I'll go check it. So, I, you know, I paused on a few things, but then I finally um, saw it, and it was an excellent sketch because it was like a perfect example of how media has just been bending over backwards and jumping. Or they so they don't understand Trump. They don't get that this white working class voter uh, quote fingers like they some kind of special animal. When everybody knows it's just racism. Like that's the thing and everybody just been trying to write about it and, and not write about it, and that sketch was just perfect, because it just showed, like, yo, y'all keep trying to make it like it's working class and and the white working class as if, you know, black people don't work, because, you know, I guess we just all walk down the, walking down the street and getting shot, we don't have jobs and shit, and it's not that at all, like, you know, it's racism, period, like, white people not the only people that's working class, white people not the only people without college degrees, so y'all not special, it's, you know, clearly racist, and that sketch was just perfect, like, it was just, they just did it all in, like, a six-minute sketch, and all the shit y'all been hopping around for all these months, they just caught it perfectly, how, you know, they're not that different, like, you know, uh, working-class whites and working-class blacks, basically the same people, it's just the whites is racist, and that's why they're going for Trump, um, so shout-out to that, and the other one I wanted to give a shout-out to, and I meant to do this before, um, this is a new podcast I listen to. Well, it's not a new podcast. It's actually been out for about a year, but I just stumbled on it, and I don't even remember how I stumbled on it. I found it. It's, it's called You Must Remember This. And I think I might have mentioned it on here before, but it's basically a pod. Y'all know I like history. Anything about history, I'm fascinated. I love that stuff. And it's basically a history about the um, first 100 years in Hollywood, so, like, all the scandals, all, all the different things that occurred in Hollywood um, in, the, like, the first you know, back in the day, it's a podcast on that, on different things, and, um, there's a whole bunch of them, like, you can go check it out, but the one that I got, I found, I found it, because, um, they did one on Mommy Dearest, which was the movie about Joan Crawford's life, and there's quite a few about Joan Crawford, because Joan Crawford was in the business for a long time, so there's one on her, on Mommy Dearest, there's one on, one I listened to today about the rivalry between, um, her and Betty Davis when they were filming, um, whatever happened to Baby Jane, so, 
Um, but they have a whole series. Some they have a series on some topics, and one of the series they have is on the Manson murders. And it's about I think it's six or seven episodes, maybe maybe eight. And it's just fascinating. Like I've been listening. I listened to it for like two days straight. It's like I knew pretty much. A, I knew a lot about the Manson murders actually because, you know, um, I wrote a paper on it in college and just you know. Y'all know I watch ID all day, so I've seen all kind of shows and read all kind of books on Helter Skelter and stuff. But and I thought I knew quite a bit, and I do know quite a bit. But this podcast just took it into so much detail. It's so fascinating. So it's called You Must Remember This. If y'all want something to listen to, it's really interesting. I mean, it go it takes it from all angles. It start it, you know, and it, and it all the people that involved, like as far as Charlie Manson, Sharon Tate, the people who were murdered. Roman Polanski, a lot of the killers, it goes, delves deeply into that background, it tells stuff about the murders that you might not know, unless you like read the book or something like that, anyway, it's really fascinating, and it's a good podcast, um, and it's a lot of, they, it's a lot of stuff on there, so shout out to that, kept me entertained for the past couple days, alright, so, let's move on to current events, and uh, what we got? Um, Godzilla, Scotty Pippen, and Luke Gingrich, and Megan Kelly, Got what's the first one? Azealia Banks. Oh yeah, that's kind of old now. But I guess last week, um, there was big hullabaloo because she went to a party with RZA at Russell Crowe's house. Honestly, and and, and sort of a fight broke out. And her story is that Russell Crowe called her a nigger. Everybody else's story there was that she flipped out and tried to attack somebody with a, with a glass. Listen, Azealia Banks is a stunt queen. She's been a stunt queen. I think she has mental problems. She's gotten in trouble for attacking people before. She said she has mental problems. Has she? Yeah. Uh, okay, I ain't never heard her say that. Um, I and think it was after, um, who did she get into it with? Erica Badu? Or maybe even somebody before that, but like her whole rationalization for the thing was mental problems. Yeah, but she's very manipulative, so I don't put too much in that, because she'll say whatever she needs to say to justify whatever she's saying at the time, and that could have just been one of those times, because if she knows that, then she need to get help and treatment, and she ain't doing that, so, um, but yeah, I just, everything about people like, oh, you know, I don't know, I, Russell Crowe, and I don't know the story, I'm like, I believe every single thing that those people say she did, because it's right in line with all her behavior, how she acts, I don't know, I think she has mental issues, I've said this before, all this, um, you know, people act like because you have a phone and access to Twitter that you can't have mental issues. I'm like a schizophrenic or, or bipolar can pick up a phone just like anybody else. And they can tap, they, you know, go through their breakdown or whatever it's going to be on the Twitter just like anybody else. So I, I've been said her, she had impulse control. I just don't, there's something off with her and I think it's obvious and I don't know why people are still, um, dealing with her as if there isn't, and again, I said I read a, that article I read where, you know, the first manager, first couple managers, you know, who it didn't work out, basically said the same thing, so, you know, every, I believe, the, the point is, as soon as I heard that story, I, I did not believe her version, I believed everything they say, I think it happened exactly like they said, not because Russell Crowe is an angel, like, I'm sure he may have yelled some things at her, but it's like, if you come to my party and start acting up, you know, I might get to yelling at you, so you know, I just wanted to mention that because it turned into a whole thing, and she's gonna sue, and I knew that was bullshit because I don't know, I'm just like everybody, 
lying on you, sis. Like the dude that bought you was lying. Everybody's lying. Like they all say you started it. Y'all was all in the room. Then you claim it was cameras is gonna catch it. They said it wasn't no cameras, and it just you know. Well, they said that where it happened or where right. In the hall, it was because it was in the room because they can't have cameras in your room to have them in the hallway. But I don't believe her. I don't believe her. I don't believe her. I don't believe her. I think that only reason I knew about it was because I was the TV was like on whatever channel and I saw the the RZA interview on TMZ and I was just like, what the hell is RZA doing? Yeah, and but he seemed like I don't know. I thought he sound he seemed a little slow too because he was like, well. You know, I didn't know. And I'm like, how you don't know? She's been in the news forever snapping on people. She's been going on rants. She calls people faggots. All kind of... I don't fuck with her. And I just think it's funny how, you know, shit like this, nobody can pick up on mental issues. But when it's some regular shit, y'all want to make everybody crazy. So, you know, we just, that's way longer than I want to talk on that. I'm not a fan of Zelia Banks. I, I liked her one time. But, you know, I think she's full of shit. I think she's manipulative. And I think that she needs to get herself some help and or beat it basically she's another one that's been given 29 chances uh to get it right and keep fucking up yeah we've talked about her before yeah i, yeah, I don't know any of her music um whatever i thought that was i didn't think it was random i wasn't surprised i was i was surprised to see rizza Like, you know what, like, 
you can't look at it like that. Like, yo, Cuddy should have thought about that before he said whatever. Right. Exactly. It's like he's exactly. I'm sorry. I looked into a couple weeks ago. Some people have said you guys are disrespectful for naming the episode Iron Lung or whatever, but it's like, (laughs) yo. As as Bean will tell you, like the game is the game. Like disrespecting what? You can't you can't hold nothing back. So it's like once once you put some shit out there, it's like you're you're an open target. Anything associated with you is is open. People want to act public knowledge. So I just I don't I don't I don't think that it was wrong. Right. Insensitive? Yeah, sure. But I mean. It no, wasn't even no insensitive. What did he say? He didn't even say nothing. All he said was you depressed. It wasn't even insensitive. It was just he just stated facts. Like motherfuckers think they supposed to act how they want to act, say what they want to say, and then when you say something back, you wrong. I come from the day when you get punched in your face, nigga. So you know what I mean? The fact that we just talking here is a big advance. And like y'all wouldn't have made it in my lunchroom because we used to pop shit, my nigga. And if you couldn't take it, your ass was grass. You know so. And, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I, I, whatever, I don't, I don't, I don't understand that. Like, you niggas are too fluffy, you're too sensitive, and I just, I don't get it. Like, I don't think there was anything disrespectful about what he said. I don't think, disrespectful would have been like, oh, you bitch-ass nigga, you in rehab, you fucking drug addict bitch. That's disrespectful. That's making fun of something. If you, if I didn't like your ass, we didn't get along, you've been acting crazy, and now you're going to rehab, and, and honestly, like, look, we don't know nothing about the situation, I'm, I mean, you could tell from, I feel, you could tell from Cuddy's rhymes and the way he behaved, clearly, I thought the nigga just had an alcohol problem, I didn't know it was that deep, I didn't know he had mental issues, but clearly there was something wrong with him, but maybe Drake feel like, nigga, okay, but you be acting a fucking fool, and that shit ain't you just going to rehab and, like, get out of, get, get, get out of heat, you know what I'm saying, he know him better than we do, and, and then he had a response to it, basically, and that's kind of what he said, he was like, hey man, look, you coming at me and, and, and been talking shit and, and all this shit, now I'm not supposed to say nothing, like, so, you know, I, I don't, under, I, I don't get you new niggas, man, y'all rule, y'all rules is different, and y'all change it depending on the circumstance, and I just don't understand it, I didn't think nothing he said was out of line, I didn't think it was disrespectful, I didn't think it was a diss, and even if it was, so what? I'm not gonna say that it wasn't a diss. I just don't think that it was out of bounds. If that makes any sense, like I don't think that. Yeah, you know I mean, like if you engage in a beef, especially if you initiate it, like right. I'm not no. I'm not wrong for how I right. had a response to that. You so, had you said what you had to say. You started all this shit, and now you in rehab, and now I'm the bad guy because I because I respond. That's bull. That's bitch shit. Sorry, but it really is. I'm glad you're working on your problems, but like. The world don't stop because you in rehab, my nigga. Like it really don't, you know. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know. I, I, I come from that era where it's like, you dish that shit out, be prepared to take it back. And, so. Right, and if you can't, then then shut your face, because then nobody will hear you crying about it after. And that's like, I feel like that's the world we live in, and I, that shit is whack to me. That shit is bitch nigga shit, and I don't roll with that shit. Like if you can't take it, don't then don't don't t- don't talk shit if you can't take the clap back period, you know, if I decide I want to pull out the Gatlin and blow you down, that's your fault, you started it, you can't control how I'm going to react, so best thing to do is watch your mouth right, right. um yeah, so new, uh, I don't even know what it was I don't watch Fox News, but I just saw the clips so I guess New Gingrich and Megyn Kelly had to go back and forth because um, you know, according to Newt Gingrich, Megyn Kelly is obsessed with sex, and why won't they call Bill Clinton a predator and all of this shit? And Megyn Kelly was basically like, first of all, 
um, that's funny that you, the arbiter, the the creator of the sex scandal, thinks I'm I'm obsessed with sex. Number one, number two, Bill Clinton not running for president. Your candidate is, and that's why we talk about your candidate, not Bill Clinton. And number three. Um, people, a lot of people believe the shit and don't feel like he's answered appropriately and, you know, whatever. So, of course, everybody retweeting that and bigging it up and old Megyn Kelly sticking up for women. Megyn Kelly ain't, Megyn Kelly is a racist bitch. She only give a fuck because Trump fucking dragged her and she been on a a fucking tirade against him ever since and cause these is white women if these would have been black women y'all wouldn't have heard shit about it on Fox News as always so please stop raising this bitch up as some kind of fucking uh you know oh she finally took the Republicans to task she don't give a fuck she's just mad because Trump said what Trump said about her and these are white women and that's the only reason it's being brought up on Fox because if it wasn't white women, believe me they'd be right along with everybody else it's a conspiracy, it's a lie, you don't have no proof and all this other dumb bullshit so fuck Megyn Kelly, fuck Newt Gingrich and y'all stop being so goddamn gullible um, yeah I have nothing to add, I thought it was funny I watched the clip, I just thought the exchange was funny but I don't watch Fox News so right. I don't know nothing about her barely know shit about him he looked a fool. He swear that's a per the way he was on that thing is a perfect example. We say they sw- people be swearing and making points and sound stupid as hell. That was a, that was that was what that looks like personified. He just swore he was making all these. Why won't you say sexual predator? And it's like nigga, we ain't because what are you talking about right now? Because you're talking One about one thing. Sh- I will um point out though is like the irony of you know people are, we're saying a lot of us are saying you know she's the most qualified ever in the history of ever, which she is. Um, but they're saying, oh, well, just because she was the first first lady doesn't make her qualified. I mean, completely neglect, neglecting every other position that she's ever held in office. But um, I just thought it was interesting that he's just like, oh, well, let's talk about her husband. As if, right. you know, that substantiates her in some way. But meanwhile, you guys are completely discrediting her because of her husband. Because so they're tone deaf and stupid. And this is why their party is finished and going to be finished because of that, what you just said. Because they see absolutely no, they see absolutely nothing wrong with that. They, they don't, you know, they live in an alternate reality and, you know, that the country is in a bad direction and Obama's destroyed the country and Hillary's all this. And, and that's why. I Listen, when Obama got elected in 08, I said the Republican Party, was, as we know it, is finished. I don't know what's going to come out of it, they're, if they're going to keep the same name, but the Republican Party, as we know it, is finished. When you elected a black man, President of the United States, what y'all was doing over there is over. It's finished. Y'all just didn't know it yet. They just now figuring it out. They ran Mitt Romney because they thought it was just a glitch. Didn't work out. Now they ran uh, Donald Trump trying to reset you. It's over. It's done. You had your, your, your reign. It's over with. It's just, it's it's a wrap. So I don't know what y'all going to do. Don't really care. But I said that in 08. I said that it was over in 08. And now they're, it's just starting to set in for them. For some of them, not all of them. Some of them still swear Trump's going to win. But I think for the uh, quote fingers, moderate Republicans, it's starting to set in that it's over with. And good riddance, as far as I'm concerned. Fact. Um, what was the other one? Alright, so the last one we got is, um, Scotty Pippen's <laughs> You know what? I, damn, I meant to read up on this since when I sent it to you, because when it was, ha- it was happening that day, it was kind of fast, but the gist of it, I guess, is that Scotty Pippen's wife got caught cheating with Future? Yeah, allegedly. Well, allegedly, but Future was on the snaps, saying she mind 
excuse me, she mine now. So I think I think no, it might actually yeah, I think it might actually be true. Um but it was funny because all you know, all on Twitter that day, all the women, the women folks was tweeting the the, the dumb shit that niggas say when this type of stuff happens, like, oh he he gonna leave her after 19 years just cause she sucked one dick, you know what I mean, like trying to flip the gender wars around, so that was funny, I love when Twitter does that, but, um, so I said all to say, I didn't really get to read up on it, so I don't know too much more than that, I think some details have come out since then, and I think this morning, I heard that maybe they gonna try to work it out or something, I don't know, but. Yeah, I heard, um, I read something about reconciliation too, yeah. but allegedly, I read somewhere that like, she, um, reportedly said that last year, Sometime he flirted with like an actress or something like that, and so this was her get back. Do he got outside? I was reading somebody said he had some, some some kids on her through cheating. Is that true? Oh, I don't know. I didn't I didn't see that, but oh. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. Um. Hey, listen. I don't know what to say about that. All I know is when them thing when them straight problems come down to TL. That should be funny. So I be I retweet stuff, I read stuff, but like y'all y'all lives sound struggle, B. Like some hey, some of that shit y'all be going through. I be, I just be watching like Lord have mercy. Like two thousand sixteen is an interesting year, man. Like this shit's crazy out here. Yeah. Um Alright, so that's a current it was kind of a slow week again for current events. We had a few couple things and then today we found out Sierra is pregnant with Russell uh Wilson's baby, which caused another hullabaloo on the timeline, which I also thought was funny, but I'm tired of talking about Sierra and Future because I don't like neither one of them and I think they both petty and you know, I just don't really care about either one of them. So I didn't want to add that one, but I just mentioned it because it was funny. Okay, so on to shit we watch. Hey, we gotta do what's the gay movie that we watched? We told him we was gonna do last week and we didn't do it. Oh, uh, same difference. Yes, we gotta do that. So let's do that first. Actually, don't think I finished it, but from what I, what I did see, um, I thought it was well done. Um, there was, I was definitely watching it going like this shit is ridiculous. Um, so let's, let's set it up. So yeah. same difference was a documentary. It's actually old. It came out last year. I remember, I remember hearing about it when it came out. I just never saw it. And then it was, yeah. so it came on, what channel was, did we watch it on? Centric? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it came on Centric. So basically it's a documentary. It was filmed in Brooklyn or here in New York. I think, um, majority Brooklyn. And it was about, um, what was it about? Like, it was essentially, it's created by um, a lesbian producer, um, we'll call masculine center, but I don't really know. Um, but essentially, the documentary is basically, what's that word, chronicalizing, chronicle, telling the story. Um, <laughs> chronicling? <laughs> Chronic, yeah, chronicling, there All we right. go. Um, sorry, y'all, I've been, I got some Bombay in my cup. But um, it's telling the story of, like, various... Um, women along the spectrum of masculine identifying right. and the different um, nuances and the different problems and things that we encounter on our journeys, on our respective journeys. Um, and it has some, fam- you know, some. well, I don't know about famous, but some known people in there. So they had Snoop from The right. Wire, um, Asmarie from, what, oh, uh, she's on, what? She was, she's on Empire. I know her from being Raven. But, um, how did she get, she, 
she was on some. Um, she was I a know. model. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the Tyra Show. What's the name of Tyra Show? That's what she oh, was on. Next time model. Yes, that's that's where she's from, and then all the other shit came after. And they had um, King Kells on there. Who I, was who is that stripper? Stripper. Oh, is that the one with the weave? Yeah. Okay, they had the drag kings on. We gotta talk about that. All right. So, and a few. Um, that was it, right? So there's some others like some yeah. from the show we watch and like. People, like, if you're in the community, you've seen it before. Right. We ain't gonna say famous, but, like, people... Well, I ain't even know. I guess that King Kel... The Drag Kings... Alright, let's just get into it. So, what did you think? What did you think about it? I I, I found myself... I, I liked it. Like, 10, 10, 15 minutes in, I started getting irritated. I don't say that I got irritated by it. Like, for me, first of all, I don't want to think I like it stud strippers to male strippers, but I kind of do. No, they the same. Don't want like it. it. To me, it's just it's not something I want to see. Don't want it. Nobody I just, wants I it. I just feel like it's just over the top. And, Why I mean, it's just not for here? me, and that's, that's fair, you know? It ain't for nobody. It's for a, lot of, a lot of people, but it ain't for me, so. Um, it's horrible. More power to them, get the money. I don't, um. Nobody wants to see y'all body rolling in y'all sports bras. Get the fuck out of here. That's about, about it. I mean, other than like that, it's just like, oh god, I'm sick of this but other than that, I mean, I thought the documentary was pretty good, my favorite of course is um, the, was the pregnant chick who had her baby <laughs> I think, wait a minute, that part confused the hell out of me, yo, but go ahead <laughs> why? because I didn't understand why she was, whoever she was on the phone with I don't understand why she was on the phone with them explaining as much as she was explaining I understood but at the same time I, I, I was like, who is this person? Is this, like... I guess they did it for... I mean, I guess they just showed it to show, like, these are conversations that... It was a dumb conversation. Whoever she was talking to on the phone was stupid. I mean, but, hey, I'm sure that's not the first person that she had to talk to or the last. I, I hope it was the first and the last, because I would never have answered any of those questions. Who the fuck are you? What are you talking about? It ain't that strange. So it was a um couple, a stud. We gonna we hate these labels, but ain't nobody got time to be think using twenty nine different words to describe some shit. So we just gonna say stud. It was stud girl and her wife. They was married, right? I think right. the wife couldn't have the wife couldn't have kids, so the the stud had got pregnant. Um, and it's and, and for some, I mean, I don't think that's so crazy. But it's it, not crazy. it caused like all this ruckus and confusion, and people was questioning her how she is stud, and so we should give y'all some background. So part of the reason why there's several reasons, but part of the reasons why I don't really have a lot of gay friends. I have some, but like a lot at this advanced age is because. There's a lot of dumb shit that goes on in the lesbian community that I just don't have the time or the patience for anymore. And one of them is that there's a small, and we gotta say not all, because Lord knows, not all. There's like a, uh, what's the word, like the uh, underculture, like a subculture, I or I don't know, like a, um, yeah, there's like this sub-narrative, let's call it, a sub-narrative among typically hate to say usually people of color black people typically and black culture typically where you know there's like this um what is the word um 
I'm sorry, I'm drawing blanks today. Uh, where the gender role, like people try to emulate straight gender roles, strictly. Right. Yeah. So studs gotta act like a man, femmes gotta act like a woman. So if you a stud, you can't be pregnant. If you a stud, you can't wear makeup. If you a stud, you can't like sex or like to be touched or like all those other. You can't be a woman, basically. Yeah, you gotta basically. act like a dude. Which is dumb as right, and then like harass people, right? And then if somebody don't fit that mold, you like harassing them and calling them gay, which is the the dumbest shit ever. Like it's like the fucking matrix of of stupid shit, right? Calling gay people, calling other gay people gay because they not acting yes. straight enough. You talking about that that stud for stud segment? Uh, we'll keep, that's the only part where I was just like, we could get to that. But yeah. just in general, I'm trying to like let them know, like, because right. you gotta understand, some people like the fuck y'all talking about. Um, so there's this. Sorry, y'all. I assume that everybody knows. Nah, that. they definitely yeah. don't. So because shit, so it's I don't I don't even know all of it, and I'm gay. So um, so that's the kind of what the documentary was trying to explore, right? So in that there was a couple. Again, we just said she was pregnant, and it just caused all these problems and. You know, oh, if you a stud, you can't do this. And how you gonna be pregnant? It was just stupid. It was stupid. She could be pregnant because she's pregnant, number one. Number two, she could be pregnant because her wife, they wanted a kid. The wife couldn't conceive, so she conceived. Number two, she could be pregnant because mind your fucking business. Number three, and it just, like, it was just... Uh, now, caveat, a lot of them were young. So they were maybe late teens, early 20s. But I don't really think that's an excuse because stupid is stupid. Um, And... So that was one of the storylines, and that just irritated, like, I was like, and I get it, like, they're trying to show this for the documentary, I just thought it was a little heavy-handed, and I thought it was a little, what's the word, um, not everybody, if I thought it was trying to show something that is prevalent within a, a, a faction, but not with everybody, but it was presented as if it's a huge thing. What? The having the baby? Or no, the... this whole this whole issue with, you know, trying to lock people, like if you're, like, de- trying to conform to these, these straight gender roles, like it's a huge thing in the, in the lesbian community. And I'm not saying it's not, but I don't feel like it's as permeate, it doesn't permeate as much as, like that's a, like if you go out to, L, put in other words, if you go out to LA, you're not going to find it as much as you do here, like, it, on the East Coast, yes, you got all these hard rocks, and you can't do this, if you go out to the, if you go out to LA, you got cold finger studs out there, that wear makeup, just like that one girl that had all the makeup on, they wear makeup, they don't dress quite as masculine, um, and they still call themselves studs, and it's no big deal, so, I think that's a very regional, very, um, you know, kind of in the black community more so, and, I feel like it just was portrayed as, like, a big thing in the black gay community. And I'm not saying it's not a thing, because it definitely is. But I don't think it was as... I don't think it permeated as much as that documentary led on that it did. Um, I disagree. Only, well, maybe because I haven't spent time out west and I only know East Coast lesbianism. But at least for me and my journeys, like, that's a very prevalent thing in my life. It's always the... Well, who's the man? Even from even from gay people, people on the spectrum, it's just like, are you really asking me that right now? You tripping? And um, it made me think of this one incident in particular, 
and it kind of just rung home for me. So like, I had um, who at the time was like close family friend, and they lived maybe like five minutes up the block. So I used to walk up there all the time. Um, they had a, a, a child that was close to my age, and I was older, or whatever. Mm-hmm. This anyway, the her mother had known me for since I was young, like six, seven years old, from church and shit like that. So I got up there and like, I mean. Me purpose I don't I don't keep up with my cycle because it's not something that I have to like care about. You know, I just try to stay ready and like I can tell like You ain't gotta worry about being pregnant. <laughs> yeah, but like yeah, exactly. Which it's is like, a huge bonus by the way. Right. But I the point is is like exactly. I don't have to worry about it not coming because I know that it's I'm gonna come and be pregnant. <laughs> right. So I get there and like it hits me like middle of the afternoon or whatever, so I'm like, alright, you know, there's a CBS also like right in front of my house and yeah. like let me just get what I need, and um, I'll, you know, I'll go home and take care of it, yeah. or whatever. And um, and um, I'm sorry if this is TMI, but it's relevant to, to the conversation. But so, like, I'm in the bathroom, and I'm just, I'm calling, and I'm like, yo, like, can somebody bring me a pad? And we're cool like that. Like, they knew me, you know what I mean? It wasn't like any kind of awkward, like, uh, I don't know how to do this, and let me roll up this toilet paper. No, it was like, <laughs> yo, like, let me call. And I need, I need. This is what I need. So. Her mom comes down and she's just like, um, she's standing there with the with the shit, and I'm just like, oh god, like I already knew some shit was about to happen because like, there doesn't, not much needs to happen in this. this Wait, how 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 old were you when this when this was? This was, I was probably about 22, 23. Okay, this was fairly recent. All right, so you was old, you was grown, like not a kid. Yeah, like I was grown. All right. This is a person that has had had an issue since like. I decided to live my life as who I am. And um, so she's like standing there and it's like this exchange is taking way too long. Um, All you had to do is hand me this shit and leave. So out of her mouth comes, you know, this shit don't make sense, right? And I'm just like, what? Mind you, my fucking drawers are at my knees and like, I'm just on it. And I'm just like, really? Like, this is not the time to have this conversation. Let me get my shit and like go, but it it just turned into this whole thing about how it didn't make sense, and I'm just like I don't. What didn't what make sense? sense? Exactly, and I'm just like I don't understand. Like I have ovaries, and then once a month, as you know, maybe you don't do it anymore, and I can't speak to that, or whatever. But you should know, for the past however four decades, you've had this. So she thought because you were gay, you don't get a period, right? And Is I she was, retarded? Or, that or because I don't know boxers, I don't know. Well, it doesn't matter. Like just because I'm wearing boxers doesn't mean that. Is she slow? Listen, I'm pretty sure that was the last conversation that I've ever had with that woman ever. Like I left, I got my shit, and I went back home, and I was just like it. And like a week later, I moved away. I don't give a fuck. But it was just like stupid bitch. What? But that's something that's always like I've held on to because it was just it just it bothered me so much. I was just like, what the fuck? So like for me. That's been kind of an ongoing thing, um, at least in that circle. Like that, I came out of this like church circle, and I've encountered that on more than one occasion. But it's always the question of, well, I guess you're the man, and it's like, but you, but you're talking about straight people though. You're not talking about gay people. No, but both. I get from gay people too. Like it's been, well, not, obviously not those conversations, but it's always the, oh well, you know, you're supposed to be doing this. You should be behaving this way. We're studs. You shouldn't have so many feelings. You shouldn't this. And it's like, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? Like, I'm still a woman. Like, my genetic makeup is a woman. I don't, what are you looking for me? Like, I get it. It definitely occurs. I just don't think that it's, I think it's a very small 
subset of the community. I think if you only hang out with certain kind of people in certain circles, then it'll seem to be more prevalent than it really is. But if you are a person who, put it like this, people who think like that or who get into those conversations or get into that box, not the brightest and maybe not the most exposed. And so they're probably not very, um, they probably don't know too much outside of their small circle, right? Because right. if you get outside of that circle, you don't encounter, what I'm saying is when you get outside of that circle, when you go to, when you move around, you go to college, you go, I don't know, you work somewhere where, you know, you can't just be in that same uh, community constantly, I, I, you don't run into it that much. So I'm not saying that it's not an issue, but I mean, I've been a lot of places, I've been like this for a minute, I've been, I've been all over, I've been in the military, and I don't, that's a very, I can I can go put it like this. I can walk into an, a, a party or a club or whatever, and I can point out to you the people that I'm gonna have that issue with because that's just a very small segment, and it's a certain mentality, and it's a, just a certain just cl- closed off. You don't have a lot of experience, you don't have a lot of exposure, you're not that smart, usually not that educated because you just can't be and still think this dumb shit, and um. So my own, that was my only issue that I can hear. I'm not saying it's not an issue, because it is. Like, we'll keep talking about it. But I just felt like it was portrayed as, oh, this happens in the black commu- black gay community. Because they had a few white people on there. They were talking about the difference between the, the black gays and the white gays. And it's definitely a difference. But I just felt like it was shown as if, if you're black and you're gay and you're a stud, this is something you're going to deal with. And I'm like, eh, it's something you're going to deal with if you deal with knuckleheads. I mean, I don't, I don't want to marginalize it as that much because I feel like, you know, there's there's the like overt um, ignorance, and then there's also like the, the disguised, more sophisticated ignorance, where it's like people kind of perceive you one way, and then it's like, like at least for me, like I have these moments where, you know, people see me and I'm tall and I'm big and you know my hair's cut low and I'm. I'm big, and they're just, like, they they perceive me to be this, like, masculine, unbothered by everything, kind of just, like, real masculine in my, my ways of receiving the world, or, like, so for me to, like, cry or have emotions, which I have a lot of, which is usually where people are just like, oh, and I'm just like, well, why would you think otherwise? Like, I don't understand where, you, where you're getting that from. So it, it goes from being, like, this, like, blatant, what the fuck to oh I had you all wrong and it's like you're bad so I mean I don't know like I feel like as you move into certain circles like from the the very small ignorant circle you kind of come into this bigger circle where it's more of this kind of gray area and perception versus reality where it's like people don't realize that they're necessarily uh what's the word I don't know if it's prejudice but um or they're kind of ignorant to their perceptions of uh, sexuality and, and gender identity and things like that, but I think it's more present than it being a little bit. Yeah, but again, you still you you still talking about like straight the straight world? Not necessarily, because even even in my even in my journey of like dating women, right? So like, there's always this. There's always in every in every relationship that I've had, even women that I haven't went so far as to have a relationship. There's always this moment where it's like, okay, 
um, you're soft, pretty much. Like, everyone, <laughs> like, they all come to this moment where it's in their mind, they're like, you're soft. Where it's, like, emotionally, not, like, everything else. I don't want to say I'm out here just, like, a, a, a pile of baby shit, but, <laughs> like... <laughs> That's the title. <laughs> pile of baby shit. Yeah. But, um, the, like, and, and, and even, you know, with somebody, like, we, we had this conversation where it's, like, you see me, and before I open my mouth, you've already have these all these connotations about what I'm gonna sound like, what I'm gonna do, what my mannerisms will be like, what I'm gonna talk about, things that I like, right? And then you find out that I like long walks on the beach and girl movies or some shit like that. Well, I don't like girl movies. I don't like movies, but um, you know, some shit like that. And it's just like, huh? Like I had you fucked up. And, like that happens with women, LGBT women. So for me personally, I don't think that it's that. I mean, but that could just be... I mean, okay. I can't speak to your experience. I really have not. I used to run up that... I ran up against that when I was very young. 18, 19, like, very young. Again, you know, in college. uh, Experiences somewhat limited. You know, young. uh, Just coming into, you know, being gay yourself. So you're trying to figure all this shit out. Um, But as I moved along, I mean, I've seen that. But again, I, I haven't... I don't feel like it's as prevalent as people think. If you, in certain circles, it definitely is, but if you get outside of those circles, then not so much. Um, you know, as far as, like, people perceiving you as well, I mean, I don't know if that's necessarily, I don't know, I don't know if that's necessarily the same issue. That could just be a preconceived notion of, you know, whatever. I don't know if that has to do with you, I mean, I guess it could be. Maybe they think because you dress a certain way. I just... I don't think there's a difference in between someone saying, like, oh, so I guess you're the man, versus on the other side them being like, oh, didn't realize that you but were so womanly. I do, because I think that within the gay community, it's... I'm not... Whatever... Straight people say that shit all the time. We're not talking about them. They stupid. I'm talking about any no, gay I'm community. I'm talking about LGB women specifically. Women that I've dated interacted with they've been like oh and I've just been like we both bleed I don't I mean I understand what you're saying I just don't I don't know if that has to do with because you're a stud or if that's just because they are taken aback by how sensitive you are at all arguable but it's usually to me it's coming across as like you with the the you know with the fade, you ain't supposed to have these feelings, you know. Like that. I that's see. How- I understand what you're saying, but what I'm saying to you, what I'm saying is, to me, a person who thinks because you have a fade that you're not supposed to have emotions, that's dumb. Like it is. It is dumb. I, I so agree with you. so that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. Like I don't. That's why I'm always standing there like. I don't, and and that's a, that's a what I'm saying is that is a very small, narrow mentality that person has typically when they don't get outside of their very narrow experience. Because if you do, then a person walking up to you with a fade, who, oh, you can read, is or you know whatever it is, it's not going to shock you. It's you know I mean, it's only going and I, to me. It, to me, I liken it to the same as, like, a white person being, like, 
You're so smart for a black person. I don't, see, I don't. Because a white person is outside. They don't have that experience. They're ignorant. They don't know anything about black people. If you, they don't, that's my whole, you're making my point. They're, they're narrow-minded, they're white, they don't know any black people, they don't know anything about us, so yes, they'll say something like, you're smart for a black person, because their experience with black people is very limited. Maybe they get it from TV, maybe they get it from movies, so they have these stereotypes. But people who are out in the world and say work at work or whatever the case, have broader experiences and have gotten out and have seen different things, don't typically say the things like that. And it's still not the same because a white person, you're talking about somebody look outside looking in. But when you're talking about two gay people, be it stud, femme, or whatever, for, for, for you to be a gay and say, this, and, and, and say to somebody else who was gay, oh, you know, I, I don't, I'm surprised that, why, why aren't you acting like a man because you dress like a stud? It's just retarded to me. Because the reasoning is retarded, the logic is retarded, and it, to me, I just—I mean, I'm—I'm I'm an old nigga. I've been a lot of places. Again, that's something I ran up to when I was really young. I've been a lot. I've been out here. I know a lot of people. I really—I dress the same as you dress. I mean, not—you know—I'm not the same, but you know what I'm saying. I really yeah. don't run up against that a whole lot. I don't have people saying, "Oh, you got to fade." I—I didn't know you like you know. I watch makeup videos on YouTube because I find it interesting, and you know, I just think it's crazy how they do that shit. Like, I don't have issues like that because I don't, I don't hang out with people, or I don't just move with people who would find something like that strange. Not saying they're not out there. I just my my my, my main criticism of the documentary it's, it was a good documentary, it's definitely something that occurs, it's definitely a phenomenon that occurs, I'm not saying they're making it up I just think that it's not as prevalent as as it was made to be, because again if you go out to LA, which is just across the country, not across the world that shit don't apply at all like you, you go into them gay clubs in LA number one, it's not going to just be black people it's going to be white girls, it's going to be black girls, it's going to be Mexicans, it's going to be Asians, they all in there together and these girls are going to be like, oh, she's a stud, and you'll look, and this chick got on a face full of makeup, her hair is done, she might got on some heels, and she calling herself a stud, and I'm looking like, oh, okay, because in L.A., that's stud, <laughs> you know what I mean, like, that's what they call it, so, you know, that was my only, you know, but I, I you know, that's so, that's my opinion, I'm not, Perhaps you're right. Perhaps it is more I don't prevalent. Know, listeners, if we have any uh, stud listeners, contribute with your with your journey and what yeah. you've encountered. Yeah, maybe my maybe I'm the outlier. Maybe my experience is different, and everybody else is experiencing what you're experiencing. I just have, have not. Had, I'm not saying never. I have run up against it. I just don't think it's it's for me. It's not very. It's not prevalent. Um, I mean, I don't encounter it as much anymore. Or I'd like to say like I've kind of, but it still happens. Like I still notice those subtle, those subtle things. Um. So the other thing. Um. I don't know. I felt like. I mean. So we'll go to the part you want to talk about with the stud on stud. So and I just found out about this last year. People between S two. What is it? S two S or something? S for S. S for S, I didn't know what the fuck that was. I was just, you know, a lot of shit on Twitter. I didn't know what it was. If I don't care, no, I just scroll past it. Like, eventually I'll figure it out, or I won't. Don't care. So I just found out last year about the stud for stud thing, where I guess 
got studs that are attracted to other studs. So that's supposed to not happen. If you're a stud, you're supposed to like femmes or you're not supposed to like other studs. It's I'm telling you, it's a bunch of like gender roles. It's it's like stupid shit. But anyway, so I found out about this last year, and this is like a whole thing. And this is supposed to be taboo because if you're a stud and you like another stud, then they're calling you gay, which again is dumb. So they had these two girls, three girls, right, in the park because two of them was together. I don't know if they were together, but yeah, they lived together. Excuse me, they lived yeah, together, right? Two of them, two of them were together, yeah. And the other one was just couldn't understand this, and you're supposed to be with a femme, and if you were still, you're supposed to act this way. It's also very silly to me. I don't know. if y'all. One thing you know about me, or you should know about me, if I think something is dumb or illogical or doesn't make sense, I don't have a lot of patience with it. And that's why I can't get into a lot of arguments, and I don't be getting into a lot of debates, because I'm not going to be arguing with you. I just think you're dumb. <laughs> like, and that's it. Like, I just write you. Like, I don't, I don't have time. I don't want to talk to you. I'm not going to explain shit. You're being dumb right now. You know what I mean? So I, I just write you off. So if I seem impatient with this, that's just something about me. If I once I decide that you don't make any sense and you're stupid and you and you're uneducated and you know what you're talking about and you're being dumb, I just don't give a fuck anymore. So they're arguing in this um, part about it. You know, you got to be this way, you got to be that way, and them the two girls are like, look you know, how, you're gay, we're all gay here, we're all on this, you know, way over here on the sexuality spectrum, we're trying to tell straight people how it don't really work like y'all think it does, it's not black and white, you know, there's all, you know, we like women, and that's just how it is, but here we are over here, being all gay, but telling somebody how they gotta act and who they can't like, so you can't like her, because, you know, y'all dressed alike, and, look, me personally, I am not, I'm attracted to what I'm attracted to, I don't care, feel the way, it's nothing, you know, not because of no, I just, I like feminine women, like, I like women that look like women, like, super, that's just what I like, that's what I'm attracted to, I'm not attracted, I mean, I'm not attracted to myself, I don't want, it just ain't for me, let's <laughs> leave it like that, like, I, it ain't for me, I'm not sharing my jeans, I'm not sharing my sneakers, I, I like women, right? But, like, even aside from, like, Sharing is like that's what's appealing to me. Like right. that's what makes me happy. Like right. that's what I like. Right. It is the same for me. But if it's for you, hey, do you? Right. So I don't know. What was your take on on that on that the whole thing? I just I, I, I fifteen minutes in, I just was out of. I was like, all right, I don't think I like this because it was a lot of. I feel like it was a lot of showing of these things, but not a lot of exploring and explaining and really getting people to confront their stupidity. And so, it just... I don't think, well, I don't think that that's its purpose. I think the purpose was so just what was the like, purpose? Intru- introduce this the, this life that's kind of been like this but, that, this but, but that's mystical a, thing. That, but that's my complaint. You're introducing it to people who don't know anything about it, and then this is how you present it. Instead of well, I think there's gonna be. I mean, I think there's gonna be like follow ups and like more. I don't think so. I think that was it. Well, and not not to this documentary, but like that kind of stemmed from this. If if I remember correctly, I've seen that she's working on some more some more shit. But um, that part I thought it was stupid. I agree with you. Like I don't have much patience for shit like that, so I'm just watching it. Like this is the most. This is the dumbest shit I've ever heard ever in life. Uh, and that that shit is. I mean. 
it's common. I see it on Dyke Twitter timelines all the time. Like, that shit is, people do that. And to me, like, those people don't realize they sound as ridiculous as straight people. No, they sound they. worse. Because. Oh, yeah, they sound worse. They, they do you sound the dumbest worse. one. Like, you the dumbest they one. Yeah, do sound worse. So, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm of the same, um, I'm viewing the same lens. It's like, I like feminine women. That's what makes me, I'm enticed by that. Um, I'm not out here, and like that's not to take away from. I do see studs, and I'm like, yo, that's a fly motherfucker. But like, that's the same way that I approach anything else. It's like a beautiful person is a beautiful person. It's the same thing, like a handsome guy. You know what I mean? It's it's no different to me. But what I like, who I see me with, what I want is a feminine woman. Yeah, and, and there's no issue. Like I don't I don't have an issue with anyone being stuck with studs. I've been hit on by studs. I've been hit on by trans men, but it's just like I have too, and I'm always just I'm like. Flattered. But, really? You know, I never know what to say. I just be stuck. Like, I, I, like, like I, this yeah. shit is flattering to me. But nah, it's just I don't like, know, you know what we're supposed to do right now. And then we and we have that exchange where it's like, you know, I'm not interested. You're cool. I appreciate it. Like respect, and that's it. Like there's no there's no need to hone in on it. There's no need to stand there and and yell and that's nasty. Bro. Like no. Yeah, that's stupid shit. But I do. I be. I, I'm I'm taking it back every single time because I never know what to say. I was just like. At the same way, like I tell you, when dudes be telling me I'm cute and shit, I just be like, "How so?" You know what I mean? Like I, I don't. don't I, I just be like, "Thanks, babe." I, I mean, like, I say thanks, but I just be confused. Like, I don't know. I just feel like I, I, I don't know. I, I, maybe it's just me. I'm just always. I just. I be thinking, all the people you could have complimented up in here. <laughs> you know I mean? I'm like, why are you bothering me? Like, I feel like there's probably some woman in here somewhere that you could be paying attention to that might give you a number or might get you some attention. I don't understand why you over here fooling with but me. But some dudes, like, they, some, there are men that have, like, this masculine women fetish. I was at Pride this year and ran into a man like that, and I was just like, uh, all right. And, like, I had to segue the conversation, but it was perfect. Like, it wound up turning into a really cool conversation, but I was just like, uh, See, I never trust that shit. I always feel like in the back of their mind, they they think that something gonna pop off, and I, it's nothing ever gonna pop off, dude. So I don't understand why you over here. Oh no, he was very clear. Like he was, it was very much like, "Hey, where can I find women like you to fuck?" And I was just like, I could not tell you, bro. <laughs> I, so nice I do not you. know. Um, <laughs> why? I do not know. I was just like, do you come here often? Like, what? What the hell's? But it, it wound up turning into a really dope conversation. But um, I, yeah, that shit don't bother me. Like, I, I well, this is rather recent because when I was younger, like when I first came out, I didn't like going to gay clubs because like the bathroom was always a thing. I don't oh know my god, the bathroom is like going to war, my nigga. Like, I'm just trying to pee. Like, like for me, dude. Like, I used to be very confused. I used to be like, okay, well, do I go to a men's bathroom? Like, I would go in the women's bathroom because it's women. Sit down, and it would be like. There would be like trans women and like all kinds of drag queens, and I used to be like, I, oh I just God. don't understand. I get hit on by, I get on hit on by more gay men than yeah. women, and I don't, I, I don't understand. I just be like, what's what is, what's supposed to occur here? I just don't, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I, and I, I get it's a compliment. Like you, like I'd be like, oh, peg men. They'd be like, hey, cute, and it's like, uh, and if you say, I mean, I don't even know what you're supposed to say. Like, thank you, and then it's like. We supposed to have a conversation. I don't under. I guess. I guess I don't understand. 
Like, it's one thing if you just say, I've, I've been complimented, like, you fly. I could take that. Thanks, nigga. Like, that's a pound. Like, thank you. I'm not talking about that. I'm good with no, that. Talking, you're talking about the dudes that's like, yo, you're beautiful. Trying to holler, like, trying to, like, flirt. Like, like, like you would flirt with a regular part. And I'm like, nothing's going to happen here. So what is the purpose of this? I just, you know what I mean? How much you trying to spend right now is how much time I got. Let's go less with that shit. Like, that happened, I told you, like, me and somebody been out several times, and, like, people try to pick us both up at simultaneously. But, like, I, I just milked that shit. It's just like, dude, like. I don't understand it. I don't understand you know, what they're. No, and if you keep going, well, you know what I mean? Like. I just don't understand what the end game really is. No. I don't like it. I don't like doing things, and I don't understand what's happening. And that's a situation where it don't make sense to me. And I don't understand what's happening. Like, I don't understand. I don't know what's happening. Well, yeah, I can't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, they don't sit, nah. (laughs) Nah. Like, it's, I don't know what you think is going to occur. You buying me drinks, you telling me I'm cute. We supposed, I don't, what is, where is this supposed to end up at? That's it. I'll leave it there. Fuck it. I don't like it. Makes me uncomfortable. I never know what to say. I don't get what the point is. Like, again, it's one thing to say, oh, you fly, like, recognize, which happens to me quite a lot, to recognize, oh, you look fly and keep it moving. No problem with that. What up? Thank you. Same thing. You you know, that's not an issue. I'm talking about when it's, like, you trying to, like, talk to me, like, like you're going to pick me up or something. Like, I, I, that, I don't like that shit. A lot of dudes have that fetish where it's just, like, I'm going to change her life. And I'm right. Gonna and that's what I'm saying. That's what irritates me because you're not. <laughs> you know, and to me, I laugh inside because I'm just like, you don't know the half, and, and I can break you down right now. You're wasting you my time. Mind. You're wasting your time. It's probably somebody else in here who life you could change, not gonna be me. So, and I'm just kind of really tired of talking to you because you're not that interesting. Because you're trying to play, you're trying to pick me up, and it's not gonna happen. Trying to, you're trying to play, you're trying to play a player. Nah, you trying, you're trying to play a player, and it ain't gonna, it ain't gonna happen. So. It irritates me. So, um, that occurs. If I had some, if I had women that hit hit on me as much as gay dudes, nigga, Listen I have here. I have a harem up in this bitch. Listen here, I always say yo, like God has sense of humor, like not to make me a man, because I would have been <laughs> that nigga that your mama told you not to ever definitely be for sure. I wouldn't be a dog though. I, 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 if I had a personality as a, if I have the personality as a man that I had now, I ain't gonna say I. I I would have like a lot of girlfriends, but I don't even now, like I'm not a dishonest person. I'm not a sneaky person. Like I don't lead you to believe things in one way if they're the other. And so I think that I would be fine, you know, and you always going to have like, in other words, if, if we, if I tell you what it is and you go left with it and make it something else, that's your fault. That's not my fault. You know, I don't play, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like I'd be cool. I, would, I know I wouldn't have a bunch of kids because I don't play that shit. I told y'all before, I'm very, like, conservative with that. I only, If I'm going to have a kid, it's going to be with the person I'm married to. I'm not bringing my baby into the world with no fucking baby mom and all this drama and bullshit. She, she or he or she is going to be legitimate with all the rights and privileges that come along with that shit, right? So, um... Well, yeah, we got way off track with that. So, my point, so that was one of the um, scenes in it that, um, you know, was kind of interesting because that, I have seen that a lot. Like, the stuff that I've seen a lot of, that's like a very controversial thing. Um, I've never, do you know anybody who, who, who personally, who, who, who does that? Who, like, who's, like, attracted to the other side? I don't. Um, 
Personally, no. Yeah, me neither. Um, usually, typically, and we get in real stereotype, typical here. But typically, in a gay relation, and I hate to use these words, but like because this happens in straight too. But it's just like more of a personality thing. But there's usually like one person who's more one energy and the other person's more the other energy like the whole two femmes thing that we always laugh at, like I very rarely see that also, but by TV and movies you would think all gay couples look like that I ver- I know, I, ver- I don't know a whole lot of femme femme couples I know they're out there um, I, they, they're much more prevalent than I thought they were now that I've been on Twitter, but I don't even know a lot of that, but I feel like that's an outlier, typically you don't, I don't see think so. Only because when I was going through those waves of like being on all those dating sites, there was always people like no studs, and I would be like, "No, you'll see no studs." But how many couples you know where both of them are like super femme? Very few. Right. So yeah, I've seen no studs. I see that a lot. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying like typically, like these TV couples we see where both of them wear dresses, or both of them will make issue. I've very rarely seen that. There's usually one that is a little right or left of something than the other Honestly, one. Honestly, I think that's just the natural occurrence of like life. Like all relationships are somewhat of a, a balance of energy. So like, for like I, I don't know. I always like the the place where it makes the most sense. I think for people to understand is usually like with gay men, right? Because the regular given we have the outliers, we have the extremely feminine and, like, the extremely macho man, but, like, for the most part, gay couples for, for men are just two regular-ass dudes, like, you, and you're just looking like, well, who's who, and it's like... No, but you, you one, really one, one is usually, though, and I hate to say masculine feminine, because that's not what it is, but one is more of a dominant personality, I should say, than the other, you, it might surprise you which one it is. You might think it's the yeah. one when it's the other, but it's right. usually. But what I'm saying is this thing where they like to do with lesbians, like this thing where, you know, I, my thing is lesbian couples don't that that femme for femme thing and the stud for stud thing is is outliers on different sides. Typically, you are going to have a couple where it's um one is going to be more non-gender conforming than the other maybe not completely a stud because everybody don't like that but you're going to have one that's a little bit more outside of the range than the other typically that might not be the one that's in charge that might be not be the one that gets on top you'd be surprised about that but I'm saying like typically in a relationship the shit we see in the movies and in the TV on all TV where everybody both of them are super feminine and oh we're just we look like straight women we just happen to be gay this male fantasy shit that don't really go down Typically, it happens, but you know, there's this whole joke when you go into the bar and you see the two super femme girls there, and the joke is, "Oh, y'all in the wrong bar" or something like that, because that's how you know how much you know. It's not that prevalent. Um. So then, what else were they talking about in that documentary? I I wasn't. What did you did you like it overall? Yeah, I mean, I thought it was a great conversation starter. Um, I would have loved to see it in one of the theaters while it was on tour, like, just for the conversation that it it formed in um, large groups. But, I mean, I didn't think it was bad. I thought it was needed. Um, I, thought, I, I, wish, I just wanted it to be a little bit more inclusive. I feel like if you was a straight person just looking at that world, you would think that that's how black lesbians are. And my point is that that's 
that occurs, but it's not like super. It's not if you wanna if you wanna not deal with that, you don't have to. I don't deal with it. Yeah, but a lot of people don't realize they have that choice. That's their fault. Because <laughs> you need to get out more. I mean, yes. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's I mean, what I'm saying. You need to get out more. I have personal friends that don't realize. You know what I mean? It's just like you realize you don't have to deal with that shit, right? But, you know, yeah. everyone's journeys are different. So, if y'all if y'all are listening, even gay, whatever, straight, lesbian. But specifically, I want to hear from lesbians. Like, if you've seen it, um, talking about the journeys, and maybe you're from the West Coast, and you agree with Kelly, and you haven't really encountered that much. But if you have, like, we, we want to hear, like, what your journey has been like. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, 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 you know, all of, I'm trying to think of an incident where I have, um, I mean, all I can think of is like, you know, when I on, on Twitter, I start saying I was, you know, I watch makeup videos. A couple people are like, oh, really? And I'm like, yeah, I watch makeup videos. I actually know how to do makeup. Cause again, we're not gold stars and it, I didn't wear a lot of makeup, but what's the time where I was, when I was falling, where I had long hair and I did my, I ain't have on drag queen makeup like y'all wear nowadays, but, you know, every now and then I put some on. I was in high school, so I didn't really, you know, nigga, I, we didn't do that in high school. Niggas was trying to sleep. Ain't nobody come to school with no full face beat. We, we ain't do that shit like y'all do nowadays. But, I mean, I dress fly. I look nice. So, you know, I, I know how, I know how that shit is. So, I do get... There's, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, and people be so ashamed, and they're like, oh my god. And, um, like, like I do, I like hair. Like, y'all know if you've been listening, like, I'm in barber school, I decided to take that shit serious, but it's like, I've always liked hair, and I'd be, I'd be like, yo, can I flat iron? Can I do this? Eyebrows and shit like that? Yeah, exactly. I like, like I, I, yeah, like, I can do all of that. Like, I, I don't do it for myself, because it ain't me, but, like, I do, people get, oh, really? How do you know how to do that? Like, cause, because, I know how to do a lot of shit. You know what I mean? How to walk and chew gum. Like, I can do a lot of shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's not that big a deal. So, yeah, I mean, I get it like that. But as far as, I don't know. Maybe, again, maybe it's just me. I just feel like, I felt like it was very narrow. It was very young. A lot of those girls were young, and I could tell they were young. And that's the type of shit that you get into when you're young. If you're 30-something years old, still thinking like that, I'm going to start thinking there's something wrong with you. Or you just ain't been off the block or something because, as, as, you know, you got to, I don't know. I just felt most of those girls are 19, 20. That's how, that's the type of shit you get stuck on when you're 19. So that's why when that pregnant girl was talking on the phone to that girl, her wife was like, well, honey, you sound very young because you sound very young. You sound very uneducated. You sound very ignorant. And, she, and the girl was like, well, I'm 27. And I was like, oh. You 27 talking this dumb shit like you, you know what I mean exactly, and that's just how I felt. I just felt the same way. Like you sound very young. The fact that you're 27 and talking about well, a, a stud can't be pregnant because you a stud. You're not supposed to act. Like, you sound you sound slow, shorty. Like you sound dumb, and like I need to hang up on you. So, um, yeah. So all right, we got. So you liked it. I kind of didn't, like, you know, I'm glad I watched it, it was good, but I just felt like it was, I felt like it was, um, I mean, I guess it did what it was supposed to do, which was show that there's these attitudes in the, in the community, and there definitely are, I'm not criticizing for that, I'm just, I feel like if you didn't, if you didn't come in with the knowledge that we came in with, or if you weren't familiar with gay people, or if you didn't know lesbian people, and you had a lot of stereotypes, or you, uh, had a lot of ignorance, or just, things that you didn't know that 
documentary would not have made it better. Yeah. I agree with that. That's a fair assessment. Um, okay, so we got knocked that out. Sorry, we forgot all about it last week. Okay, so on to, which one do next? Um. Let's do it. Huh? Huh? Go ahead. Let's do last night's episode of Atlanta. Did you see it? Yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah. <sighs> Hated it. What you think about it? I was bored. <laughs> I was bored. But I want to like this show like y'all do, so I just don't. I, I And last night's episode, I, I did not like it. I did not like it. I told you, if it, I can't, if Paperboy is not on the show, I just, I don't like it. I don't, them two, you, you go ahead. What you, tell me what you thought about it. Um, it's for, like, the only part that I found relatable, um, was, like, the dinner party or the Juneteenth thing, um, just, like, the, the dynamics of it, like, my worst fear is always going to some, something like that with, like, a partner or a date or a friend and being like, yo, these some fuck-ass clowns. Alright, 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 let me ask you a question. Not to scream with that, but, you and your partner... Both of y'all unemployed. Neither one of y'all got money, and y'all got a child, and you go to a thing like that. That's how you gonna act? Me? No. A person. That's how you would act? No. Okay. Continue. Um, and I say that because you knew what you were getting into before you get there, and it's like if you knew that, then don't go. Like if you're gonna act that way, then just don't come. Like I don't understand what the purpose of you being there um grow I up know, I thought that they need to grow up they too old for that shit all that woke yeah. shit y'all was doing that's great for the TL that's great for our podcast we laugh with Joe we know them niggas is bougie we know them niggas is whack we get it but you there for the party act like you got some fucking sense I would have been you know listen the parties like that you go around y'all laugh y'all joke y'all play them niggas the same way they trying to play y'all you ain't got no job. All the people in there, you ain't got no job. He ain't got no money coming in. Y'all got a kid. Y'all going in there acting like y'all in high school or some shit. And, you know, okay, you told everybody off. Oh, you let them know they was bougie. Ah, you got them. Nigga, y'all ain't got no jobs. All the people in there, you could have used the connect. Everybody in there, in there ain't whack. I guarantee you, somebody in there that could have hooked you up or gave you a number or something. You ain't got, that shit was just very, just immature to me. Like, them, them fucking woke niggas on the TL that's always rah-rah and always something, always problematic. And so we gonna go up into this party with all these fancy people who bougie as fuck that we don't like. That's fine. And we gonna, you know, show out and make a point and leave. For what, my nigga? For what? Like, it's somebody in there that maybe could have gave you a lead for a job. Like, you can't play the game a little bit. You know what I mean? You ain't got to buy into that shit. Yeah, they full of shit. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, but but like, Ern can't play the game at all. And and that's what I'm saying. Bad. Like, you 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 got a kid, my nigga. Like, you got that shit you on is, is bullshit. Like, like you got to learn. You Like, you not going to get ahead like that, dog. Like, you can't look, look young folks. You gotta play the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you want to get ahead, you gotta play the game. You ain't got to buy into that shit. You ain't gotta believe. But like, when you gotta, them niggas, I keep saying they too old for that. Y'all, that's the type of shit you do when you in college or when you trying to grow. When you got a kid and a mouth to feed and neither one of y'all bringing in income, you ain't got time for that shit. Like, you couldn't tell your son. You couldn't say that that was her mom, right, or her sister. Who was that? That was her mom's party, right? Who the lady? No, it's like her. 
coworker, right? Somebody. Something like that. You couldn't have said to her, "Look, anybody, you know, hook me up with who? Who here, you know, is somebody that'd be good for me to talk to?" She know you. She ain't gonna put you in tr- with somebody that's gonna be an asshole. I didn't like it. I thought it was just dumb. I thought it was like just like y'all too old for this shit, yo. Like, like, what is the point of this? What y'all prove with this? I was um I was reading up on it because I was just like I don't understand what the fucking purpose of this show was, and there was um one thing I read where it was just like pointing out the uh, I guess the comp- some of the complexities of blackness where like the lady whose name was Monique um like at one point she was just like you know she's married to that goofy old white dude but she was just like you know basically saying she settled for the money and she don't give a fuck about you know this ignorant white man pays the bills yeah. And, but yeah I got it there was this the scene where like she clowned Ern and it was just like well yeah that that happens but y'all didn't have to do all this to show that like yeah that's what I'm saying I got it I got what he was doing I didn't think it was all that clever even how he did it though like it was very like I don't know you could have been more subtle with it like you know every come on everybody at the party is not gonna be whack like that like the whole thing was always oh, going to this bougie party so he had the little Jack and Jill I mean yeah listen I've been at them places I've been at the mixes I get it but like it was very heavy handed and I guess it's a half hour show so you gotta do what you could do but this is what I keep saying like he's not that clever like it wasn't that deep like if you thought it was you thought it was magnificent I don't know you should maybe watch more shit I don't know you know what I mean like I didn't think it wasn't it wasn't, it was like, okay, there. This, this is the mega church person, and they were just so stereotypical. And it's like, okay, so you calling out all the, bo- it was just not, it could have been done so much better. Like, it was not subtle, it was very heavy-handed, it was very like, oh, these are the bad people, and we're the good people, because we're keeping it real. Meanwhile, y'all broke as fuck, and y'all ain't got, it was just like the episode I said where her girlfriend came. And another one, we supposed to not like the girlfriend because the girlfriend was supposed to be this Instagram hoe and Ben's supposed to be the good girl. But I was like, no, because your girl is right. You know what I'm saying? You look crazy. Like, you ain't got to do what she's doing, but, like, what are you doing? And it was just, again, it was, like, the same thing. Like, y'all are too grown for this. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just, it's just, I didn't like that episode. And like I said, if Paperboy's not in it, I really just don't relate to it too much. Because I, I just thought they played themselves. I thought they looked stupid. I thought I don't like either one of them. I think both of them are whack in their own way. Um, I mean, I don't know. I just I don't. I, I want to like the show so bad, but I just I don't. Um, what else happened in it? That was essentially it. Like, it started off, and I was just like, "What the fuck?" Like, with him, with her picking him up from the the chick's house, and I was like, "This is some fuck nigga shit." But okay, he's just. I just can't. I don't know. I can't deal with them. Like, I, I'm just like, y'all need to get y'all lives together. What is y'all plan? Like, that's my whole thing. Y'all went there. What did you go there for then? You know what I mean? Right. Because, like, it was presented like she had to go for this great networking event. And, like, she and did you ain't networked. Yeah, right. she did everything but that. Um, and then, like, gave him the quickie on the side of the road at the end. 
and I didn't, I don't know, I don't understand how those two correlated, but okay. Alright, moving on. Sorry, y'all. Atlanta's not my favorite. And I'll contrast it with the show we're gonna do next, which is Insecure. Perfect example of the difference between those two shows, because all the shit that Issa Rae and them go through, and they go through shit that we can relate to, but they figuring this shit out. They both work. They both have jobs. Their, their, their angst is not... Their angst is, you know, stuff that happens at work, or stuff that's happening in relationships, shit you can relate to. Their angst is not, oh, let's go up in this networking party and, you know, tell off all these bougie people because we so woke and they so fake. That's hot. That's dumb shit. You know what I mean? Like... Mm-hmm. And as if I'm saying, like, Insecure, it's, it's kind of the same things, but it's adult. Like, they go through the shit you go through. She's with her boyfriend. He has a, you know, my job with these white people, they send a, they have a secret white people meeting and send, and, and send a secret white people emails. That's the type of shit that happens at work. You know what I mean? Like, that's the type of shit that makes it hard for us to work at places. Not the right. shit that's on ATL where y'all niggas just some, some dumbasses. You know what I mean? Like, Molly at her job. This shit she going through her job where she tried to pull she tried to pull the loud white the loud black girl in and tell her to be, you know, kinda of trying to tell her to chill and not be so black. An old girl tell told Molly, mind your business. Like that shit you can relate to. That shit that that peep that occurs. You know what right. I mean? Now both of them was, was unemployed and was sitting around the, I would I, I don't know, maybe audience, maybe 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 it's just me, but like I just don't I don't I don't have patience for that shit on Atlanta. I feel like they're too old for that. I feel like that shit is immature as hell. I feel like a lot of it is dumb. The only one I, again, I can relate to is Paperboy because I can understand a nigga that sells drugs that's trying to make music so he can get out of the hood so he can stop paying drugs. I understand that story. We see that story every day. That makes sense to me. Them other niggas is doing that don't make no sense to me. Um. Alright, what else? Um, what else happened in that episode? That was about oh, it. Oh, in that episode, um, they went to the beach. Well, the big thing in that episode is so. Um, what's Issa's character in the show? What's her name? Um, is it Issa? Sure. All right. Well, anyway, I so. she plans. Um, sorry, y'all. She plans this. Um trip for the kids to go to the beach. And the white people don't think it's a good idea because they're white people, basically. And so, they do what white people at work tend to do. And in Issa Rae's words, they start sending little emails around, not including her on it, and have a little meeting. She called them secret white people meetings and secret white people email, because that's what y'all do. And basically, questioning her judgment, and well, I don't know, you know, Basically, because she's black and she wants to go to the beach, and it's not your idea. You you know what's the better idea. So now y'all having these meetings about you know not being prepared or whatever how y'all do. So that's very relatable because that happens a lot in, in white workplaces, and that's why so many of us don't like working with y'all. <laughs> and that's just a fact because y'all do shit like that. Like our thing was, if you thought it, if you had an issue with what I wanted to do, why you didn't bring it up in the meeting? And I could have answered your question, which I already answered the question. Like you know just y'all white, and I'm telling you, I'm black, I know little black little kids, I know what they want to do, and this would be a good idea, not the shit y'all talking about, all the stereotypical dumb shit that y'all talking about, that white people want to do. 
So, that was her issue. Um, old girl at the law firm we just went through. So, Molly, um, it's a new black associate. Molly called herself, called mentor her. She felt like the girl was being too loud and too, we'll say, ethnic in the workplace. And she tried to uh, school old girl, like, you know, I've been here a few years, so if you want to, you know, move ahead. And old girl was like, well, you know, I've been like this when I was on Law Review, and I've been like this when I interviewed, and I've been like this here with this job, and people seem to like me, and I don't know what your, I don't know what your problem is, right? <laughs> and just kind of, like, walked out, which I thought was a good scene. Um, cause it kind of like showed, um, Molly seemed to be one of those black people that's like, you can't act too black because, you know, um, you know, white people don't like that. And that's probably how she got ahead. And old girl was a little younger and was like, well, I got this far being black and thanks but no thanks for your advice. So I just thought, I like this show because it shows realistically, the kind of shit that we go through, like, that was realistic shit, that's relatable shit, anybody that ever worked in an office, understood that anybody that ever worked anywhere with a bunch of white people, and you're the only black person or only few black people, understood that and that's why I like that show, I don't get none of that from Atlanta half of them situations they be in, I'll be like who would ever go through this, who would ever do this, you know what I mean, like, so and you know, I don't know, maybe that's the point, maybe it's supposed to be quirky I just feel, I don't know, it's, 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 it's the, the writing, in my opinion, is very immature, it's very juvenile, it's very, you know, it's too, too, not, not nearly as clever as, as I'm getting told that it is. Now, the people, it's renewed, people like it, people watch it, because it's a black show, fine. I'm, I watch it too, I have it on, I don't like it that much, but I watch it, but like, I just don't think, I don't see this genius, I don't see this you know, oh, it's super, I just, I don't, I feel like it's, you know, kind of like a bunch of Saturday Night Live sketches strung together, personally, um, whatever, okay, enough on that, what's, what's next, we kind of running long on time here, yeah, the last thing I got is on Black Ink, um, we got to do Queen Sugar too, but I'm trying to remember what happened, Queen Sugar, no, yeah, that's right, Good job. Okay. Black Ink. Um, so, uh, Monday night's episode. So, what happened? Um, Charmaine, Ryan, and Danielle went back to New Orleans mm. to basically tell her parents that she broke. Yo, I thought Charmaine daddy was going to put them out the house. When he found out, <laughs> when he found out about that car, he looked at the cameras like, wait a minute, what now? <laughs> he was just like, I'm pissed. <laughs> yeah. You know, he said so many of I thought he was going to be like, y'all get on out of here with this shit. Um, yeah, so she goes down there and tells her dad she don't have her corporate job, and her car gets repossessed. Um, again, Charmaine is corny. She was, they got back, she's still doing that super sexual shit. Um, so there's a new girl at the shop. Her name is Cobra, right? The white girl. Cornball girl. So, but, you know, Van don't like her they kind of don't like it, but she gets to the shop and she starts cleaning, cause she like yo, the area is dirty, I'm super, you know I need to have my stuff clean, now they took that as a fence as her coming in and saying the shop was filthy, but I'm like, well from what I can see on the camera, she finding a lot of shit to clean that's actually dirty so maybe it is dirty, and I'm like, and even if it ain't, 
how y'all getting offended? If I'm in my area and I want a tattoo and I want my shit clean, because she wasn't saying nothing wrong. She was like, this food, y'all can't have any issue. And I'm sure, I don't know what the health code rules are, but just in general, I'm pretty sure that that's correct, that you ain't supposed to be tattooing with food and, and drink, you know. People might do it, but that don't mean it's right, right? And they were just like, had it felt away about that. She was like, after every, you know, tattoo, you're supposed to wipe this shit down, you're supposed to clean this shit down again. I don't know the rules and regulations, but it sounds legitimate to me. It sounds like something that probably is actually correct. Um, so that caused a big issue. They said she was coming there causing problems and calling their place a dump, so I guess they ran into old cat. So cat came down and was like, hey, you know, I hear you know, you're giving people problems, so let me see your tattoos or whatever, so, Cassie's sees her tattoos and tells her that they're oversaturated, which they were, um, some people seem to think Kat was being a hater, I don't know, but I thought they were oversaturated, and I think, I've seen, you know, the girl was good, like, she had, you know, she's a good tattooist, but I think Kat's stuff is better, from what I saw, like, her stuff is, like, cool, she likes those shaded tattoos, and I mean, it was nice, but I ain't seen that. her stuff didn't pop so much to me as that shit Cat be doing. Like Cat does really good tattoos. Um, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't think Cobra's tattoo was special. Nah, I mean it wasn't no. They all good in there. It's not like New York. All of them are good, and I just didn't think hers were that much better than what Van does or what Cat does or what even Ryan does. Right? I didn't think it was that. Like Cat shit is really good. Cat shit is so good that she got her own shit because she, you know, what I mean she don't need them like that, right? I didn't think it was spectacular, you know, it was nice, it was good, I see why she's there, but, like, I didn't think, I thought Kat was right in her, what she was saying, now, I don't know why, you know, she took that opportunity to say it, I don't know, maybe she's trying to humble old girl or whatever, but, um, you know, I didn't think she was wrong in what she was saying, um, but, Shorty took it the wrong way, Shorty didn't like it, so, there's just tension in the shot with her, um, the other white dude or Puerto Rican, I don't know what he is, or don't never say nothing, was calling her crazy because she said that they told to be clean. I don't know. I don't think she was wrong because when she was cleaning, she was finding shit to clean. So if y'all was clean, she shouldn't have been able to find so much shit when she was cleaning up. That's how I looked at it. Um, I don't know what you got any input on this? Um, not on that. I mean, just, I don't know, I feel like this season is just like a bunch of random like shit that people didn't think through. Um, <laughs> like, like, man, it's like, dude, you were gone. Like, do you not understand anything about business? No. Vacancies, we they don't. Feel it. Like, you can't be all in your feelings. Like I, like, I don't understand people. Like, I don't understand that whole, we started this, we the only niggas that's gonna stick. Like, how the fuck y'all niggas gonna ever advance if y'all don't open up to other people, I mean, yeah, I get it, you know, you want to keep loyalty and shit, but, hey, like, you need new perspectives, like, them same niggas that you've been rocking with gonna keep you in that same place, you're not really growing. At all, and, uh, yeah, uh, uh, they're just, they do bad business, period. Um, yeah, so, the other thing that happened was, Don's baby mom, how did, he, did she she came up to the how did that occur that she came up to the shop she just popped up or did he tell her to come by there uh, I'm not sure um, but either way they had a conversation right so she pops up to the tattoo shop this other baby mom that he had a baby with on Ashley 
Ashley and these confessionals, I don't know, this might be my breaking point. Girl, shut up. You ain't going nowhere. Everything that happened is your breaking point. You be right there um, looking the damn fool. And he know it, and you know it. Um, so the baby mama brings this baby by, calling him a deadbeat, dying with the same old shit. I'm trying to see my daughter, but they won't let me. Nigga, none of y'all is trying to see your daughter. If you're trying to see your daughter, you go to court. You get a paternity test. You establish paternity. And then you go to court, and you say, you want to get your kid. And as long as you're not a fuck-up, and on drugs, or whatever, don't owe back child support, or whatever, they'll let you see the kid. So all this, she won't let me see it, and I'm trying to see it. She don't, she only, if you serious, then you'll go to court. So that, he, he always with that. So she comes to the shop, and she's a piece of shit, too, because she like, oh, well, okay, well, you can hold it right now if you want. She don't know you, though. She don't know you, so they go to the car. Of course, the baby start crying, because who is this big nigga with this nappy-ass beard? I don't know who this is. So the baby starts crying. She like, oh, you crying because you don't know him. You I was like, that poor kid. Like, that you, that was so unnecessary. I don't know why that baby had to be in that. I don't know why you did that. That was completely unnecessary. You know what I'm saying? Like, you knew that was going to occur, and now the baby's crying so you can make a point on TV. I hate when folks drag kids into the middle of it. Or, like, don't think of the kids. Only one, the only one that I got respect for on that show regarding kids is fucking is, is Ryan. Because he's the nigga that's taking care of the two kids that's not his. And they don't even really be on there that much. You know what I mean? Wait, those kids not his? If I remember correctly, I don't think so. Remember, like, it was his ex's kids and, like, he had just been raising them because the father... I thought that something. was the one. Isn't the other one his? I thought that they were both hers, because I, I think that was like that was like the first episode, and like she moved, remember? And he was just like, "Damn, like you took my kids." Um, yeah, I thought I, that I was. I thought one was his kid because they're not together. So why would I yeah, be doing I don't that? Think, I, I forgot what the story was, but I don't think I think they're both hers. But he was taking care of them, and he kept taking care of them because he was like, "I've been there, like I can't leave them now." Hmm. Okay. I don't know. That. Wow. You love me. <laughs> right. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't find dudes like that, so. Mm, sure don't. <laughs> okay. He the only one I got real respect for in that regard. <clears throat> that's a lot. That's a bit much. Okay. Um. Because you'll get on the hook for them kids, whether they're yours or not, if you take responsibility. I mean, hey, that's fine. God bless them. But I did not know that. I thought that those were his kids, or at least one of them was. You might be right. One of them might be his, but I know that at least one is not, and he's still taking care of both of them. Because that would make sense. All right, we had a kid, and then you had this kid already, so he knows me as his father. I get that when one is your kid, but ain't neither one of them yours? I don't understand. Um, okay. So, yeah, that was that. Um, what else? So they come back from New Orleans, they back to the shop. Charmaine doing her whole, whole sexy, super sexy, corny shit again. She's, I don't know, like, I, I, I was trying to, like, get cues from her family life, like, why is she like that? But I just think she's just, like, one of them girls that's, like, insecure or just needs attention and thinks that that's the way to get it. And, you know, maybe, yeah, it, definitely it, maybe it works for her, like, you know, and she don't know that she's lame. And, you know what I mean, there's other ways to get attention from like you know real people who really want to get to know more about you not just paying attention to you because they know you're going to take your titties out you know what I mean yeah 
So, yeah. Um. Okay, y'all. So that's all the shows, right? We ain't forgetting none. Nope. All right. Um. Gotta. I don't know. Am I being too hard on Atlanta? Like, I mean, I'm not being too. I don't like it. It ain't no. I ain't no way to. I don't even know what else to say, but I just I I don't I just, I'm not I don't I'm not I don't like it that much. It's you know I don't. I, think... don't, I can say you're being too hard. Honestly, like the only reason that I'm watching these shows at all is for the sake of this show. I really I'm in a place and I've been there for probably about for the bulk of the year. Like I don't really care about TV. Like I just don't have it's 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 a lost interest for me. Like I don't care. Listeners. Text us, or, uh, not text us, uh, tweet us, or email us, or let us know, like, do, like, do y'all like Atlanta, do y'all think it's a great show, like, am I, miss, I just, I, I try, I'm gonna keep watching it, because it's a black show, and we review it, but, I just, I did, I, I just, it's not, I get bored, it's like one of them shows where it's on, but I don't really, like, Put it like half of this. Like last night when that show was on, only half an hour. I was folding laundry, I was washing dishes while it was on. You know what I'm saying? Like it just doesn't hold my attention like that. That's that's me and TV. It's like I be seeing y'all tweeting, and I'll be out driving or doing whatever, and I'll be like, man, damn, like how the fuck these niggas are just always watching TV? Like I because it's shit. Because it's some good shows on. Like, but that ain't one of them to me. Um, so just let me know. I don't know. I'm sure I we. I don't want to, I'm not trying to drag the show, like, I really wanted to like the show, I just don't think it's that good, it's not brilliant to me, it's not that interesting to me, none of the, I don't like any of the characters except for Paperboy, I don't relate to any of the characters except for Paperboy, and I get it, people was like, oh, well, you know, they just trying to show how people in the music business don't know what they're doing, I understand that, but this nigga dropped out of Princeton to do this, and he's not doing it. You know what I'm saying? He's not even, like, legendary addict. Right, you gotta, you would assume that a nigga that went to Princeton has a little bit of, you know, some kind of smarts, or to be able to go research or figure some shit, like, start figuring some shit out if this is really what you want to do. It just seemed like he's glomming on to his cut. I just don't understand what his goal is. I don't understand what his end point. It's like, okay, we're gonna do this, but y'all don't have no plans, you don't have no strategy, it don't seem like. It's just, like, you just wandering around like aimlessly and I just feel like this y'all you know if, if again if y'all was in college trying to do this shit that'd be great it would make sense to me but like it just doesn't like and I you know I, I just feel like y'all got a baby y'all need to be working somewhere and figure this shit out you know on the side yeah there's a lot of things I just feel like if, if you got it if you had the brains to get into Princeton um and you dropped out, like, I expect somebody that drops out of Princeton to be the next Bill Gates or, no, you know, I don't Zuckerberg. Just, I don't like, just, I expect you to have that ambition and that intelligence and that wit and that charisma even to, yeah. like, carry yourself. But he shit. I, I won't say all that, but I would expect it, like, last week's episode, I would expect you to just get your money up front. That's not something that you gotta, like, but that's be what super I mean, smart that's about. Shit. It's, like, simple, like, Somebody that ain't never been nowhere is like, okay, well, let's get this shit in writing. At least a text message. Right. To a writing ain't really gonna help you because you got it in writing. That ain't gonna really get you your money. Now you can take them to court and sue them. Fine. I mean, that's that's really it. Something like that's just a common sense thing. All right, man, you gonna pay us? We here, pay us. 
We're not going into you pay us. And it's like the whole show, I mean, I get it, you don't know what you're doing, but that's like, you don't gotta, me and you, like, I don't feel like that's not something, that's something that anybody would know. That's not something like you gotta learn about publishing or learn about, that's not something you gotta be, that's something you would know. Okay, how much you gonna pay us? $1,000, okay, we here, give us the money. And it just, every episode is like that. Even when he went to the bar, the episode before that, when he went to bar with the white lady, like, he wasn't prepared, like, he's never prepared. Like, you never, like, you went in there, and you was networking a little bit, but not really, you know what I mean? Like, where's the follow-up from that? You know what I'm saying? Okay, no, I don't have a car, but give me a car and I'll contact you. Okay, what happened with that? You know, I don't know. I just, I just don't think it's that. Donald, the, the thing about Donald Glover is, to me, he's like a male Lena Dunham to me. He's not that clever. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like people, especially black people, because we're so starved for stuff like this, we don't get to see this, that just because a nigga is quirky and, like, a little bit, like, you know, different than what you normally see, that you brand him a genius. And I just don't think he's a genius I don't think any of his work is genius level. I don't think he's all that funny. I'm not saying that he's, you know, sucks. He's he's got some he's has some moments, but like I compare him to like a Dave Chappelle or like a even a um I don't know, just anybody. Like I just don't think he's this super brilliant bright comic. I really don't. I think that the reason why he's really big on in white cuz white people love him. Like Donald Glover is one of them comedians you know them black comedians that white people like you go to the show and be all white people not that many black people Donald Glover is one of those comedians and I think the reason he's one of those comedians because he's not that funny you know what I mean like he's just not that funny I really really love Childish Gambino and yeah that's music though I like his his music listen 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 listen. I really like Childish Gambino which is you know an, an extension of Donald Glover but I think he's one of those people he's like he's funny but it's like he took it too far. It's like, dude, you're just funny in your natural in your natural element. Like, for you to try to make something that's purposely um, comedic is not really your lane. Like, just be funny and do what it is that you do. But when he tries to manifest some jokes and it's like make sure it comes across as a joke and get its purpose, it's like it, it loses everything about it. Like, yeah, because it's, it's not that funny to me. It's just, he's he's not the, he's he's a, he's a he's a kind of comedy. He should, you know, like a comedy writer. Like, for instance, dude from Blackish, Char- um, Charlie from Blackish, he's a longtime writer. He's written for a lot of shows. He's written for a lot of comedians. He writes jokes, right? And that's what he, and his role on Blackish is perfect for that, right? He's not the lead. He's not pushing the show because he's the writer. And that's what Donald Glove, Donald is the guy that should write. You know, somebody else is the lead and you write a joke here or there. I don't think his comedy. Is is dope like that that he could that he carried his whole thing through and it's like you know I, I just I don't know maybe I just don't like Donald Glover and so I'm hating on the show I don't think I am though because it has been stuff I like like I like Paperboy and it has been stuff I laughed at it's not that I don't laugh at it I just I be seeing people oh this is genius this is so funny we never seen that like this no it's not it's really not it's not that great it's not that funny. It's not that deep. It's just not. Like, I don't know what you've been watching, but, like, maybe watch some more stuff, and you'll realize that he's not that clever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he's just not. Um, 
but it's a good show. It's a black show, black writers. So I'm going to watch it and I'm going to support it for that reason, not because I think it's that good. Because um, I don't. All right. So this was not supposed to be the two hour show. Okay. So anybody got you fucked up? I was just trying to sit here thinking. Um, actually, no. Life has been uh, pretty pleasant. Yeah, only thing we had a little incident. Well, actually, it was a couple incidents yesterday on the train. So I guess somebody jumped in front of the A train, so that was delayed yesterday morning. But my train got delayed because two homeless dudes um, got to arguing and beefing on the train. And I just don't understand how this shit always happens at rush hour. So, you know, I guess they sleep on the trains at night or whatever. So sometimes you get on the train in the mornings, they still be on the train, so they be stretched out in the car and you can't sit down. Whatever, fine. Everybody's standing. So, I don't know, I guess, I, I was down the other end of the car, I couldn't see what happened, but I heard it. So, they get to arguing, and then one of them, I guess, there's something wrong with him, because he started growling and flipping out, and so, of course, you know, we gotta have a sick passenger, and we gotta stop, so we stopped the train, so we like, okay, we sitting there for the, you know, they're gonna take him off the train or whatever, alright, whatever. Then, next thing you know, okay, well, I've been instructed by the police that we have to empty this train out, and I have to stand on the platform with it. And we like, ah, oh, shit. Uh, peak rush hour, like, 8 o'clock in the morning. Everybody's trying to get to work. Like, this always happens. Like, why this shit can't never happen at, like, 2 in the afternoon when you're not holding nobody up? So, yeah, that's what got me fucked up. So, that shit is annoying. Like, I just don't understand why they always gotta do this shit at rush hour. Um... But other than that, yeah, it's been a good week. Um, nobody else got me fucked up. Um, alright, y'all, well. Uh, what we say we was gonna call this episode? Softest baby shit? What did you say? Uh, pile of baby shit. Pile of baby shit. <laughs> episode what? 76? 78. Damn. Episode 78. Uh, thanks for asking, pile of baby shit. Thanks for listening, y'all. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Hit us with topics. Email us. Um, tell your friends. Uh, we getting up so- every week. We got new listeners. We appreciate y'all. We see y'all. Um, we glad y'all like it. Like the show. Um, and um, go ahead and do our, our, our outros. All right, yeah. So, yeah, again, thank you. Um, the podcast, the email is thanksforaskingpodcast at gmail.com. And the podcast Twitter is thanks underscore for asking without the G. Yes. Um, okay. So, what we say? Episode 78, softest baby shit? Pile of baby shit. Pile of baby shit. Episode 78, pile of baby shit. Alright, thanks y'all. Peace. Check y'all next week. Peace y'all.